was most confusing. We've together place to place van and man cartoons and doors locked. No one home hopped the fence through the What's going on guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, episode eighty one. Hisashi Buri. It's been a long time. And uh joining me this week are three beautiful, gorgeous people. One of them being uh Mr. Mike, Mikey Mike himself, Mike. Yeah, what's up? Another one. Juan, Mr. Juano, 3D printer himself, 3D, Mr. Juan. Yes, hello. And then the rom-com expert himself, Mark, who has a uh, an upcoming little art thingy going on tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And uh, this will be far past whenever it happened, but I'm sure Mark did amazingly. He came out on the Austin Statesman and, uh, you know, did well. I'm sure. Everything went perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to do anything except talk to people tomorrow. Yeah, your favorite. It went great. He he got to quit his uh, day job and full-time artist now. He's mm-hmm. living in a big mansion. Everything's mm-hmm. great. That's all true. <laughs> and he doesn't know it yet. I'm living on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I gambled it all away. <laughs> all right. This week is a, a special week, mostly because... We're back recording, and uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, everything's kind of hashed together, uh, kind of back to how maybe it was. I'm not sure. I messed up cutting my beard, and I have to mm. figure out if I want to uh, fix you it. Shave everything? Or shave it all off. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. I mean, usually the, the thing with, like, when you fuck it up is you just cut everything. Yeah, like, I mean, that's kind of what enough I want. to cut it? No. Uh, it's just uneven. But it's uh, mm-hmm. uneven enough on one side that it looks weird. So I'm probably mm-hmm. just going to cut the sides and leave a goatee or something. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, <laughs> or I'll go, I mean that's like, what I you can grow with. hair a lot more. Yeah. Like, cool I, I went with a goatee. I, I was actually trying to style my beard the other day and um, I ended up screwing up and like I, I trimmed like one side a little too much. And mm-hmm. uh, I said, fuck it. And I was like, it's a goatee now. And then I just, that was it. Then, then you look like a cop or some guy from like the 90s. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I look. I would have been able to pull off the goatee a lot better if I still had my ponytail. But I mean, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I think- just grew a beard like a motherfucker, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I I like it to a certain extent, and then it just gets like mine doesn't really uh, drop down; it kind of poofs out. Uh, I let it hey. grow for like three months after a while, and it uh, didn't really look good. I didn't like it. I figured out. Oh, hey, fuck you yeah. guys. Fuck you guys. I can't grow a beard. Mark, <laughs> Over here Mark, showing off. Mark, it's a lot more desirable to have a baby face. Yeah, you yeah, Mark. Twink. Yeah, you damn, damn twink. Damn yeah, Mark. Twink. You you got that. You got the debate. You're a baby face motherfucker over here. And you, me yeah. and Nooney are just large, hairy men. <laughs> large yeah, and, and in me. charge. <laughs> large and in charge. I, I don't know. Like, I, I've always found, like, the, 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 like, the envy for a beard to be kind of weird. Because, like, my, my brother is, like, a... It's like a big case of that. Like uh, I remember, we hadn't seen each other for about like two or three years, and he uh, he showed up to my place, and uh, like the first thing he said was, um, like he just looked at me and just passive aggressively said, "Hello, that's a nice beard you've got." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> well, that's a way to like it must brother. be. Yeah, and he was like, "It must be so nice to 
have one because I, I believe like I was complaining about like um like my beard becoming like unruly or something like that and he, he just took offense to that like statement or something and I was just like it's not my fault you didn't get those jeans yeah I mean imagine living your life not having to worry about cutting hair yeah not waking up and looking like a homeless man constantly because you didn't decide to shave like for a few days yeah Yeah. not not getting stopped at airports because uh, you happen to let it grow a little bit on your way to ceo one year and you constantly have to get stopped (laughs) and you know almost miss your flights every time but you know Mm -hmm. that's all besides Mm -hmm. the point Mm -hmm. this week we're here to talk about something special and they don't shave their beards yeah they don't have a beard yeah, I mean, <laughs> none of them really had beards. Yeah, we're gonna talk about little Japanese men, or big yeah. Japanese men. I'm not sure their size. We're gonna talk about. I mean, there are varying sizes. Yeah, I'm sure. I could only assume. Uh, we're gonna talk about Samurai X: Trust and Betrayal, or if you watched it later on, uh, you know it as Rurouni Kenshin: Trust and Betrayal, or Suyoku Hen. But uh, I knew it as Samurai X just because I watched it at like four, like let's say three or four in the morning on like stolen cable one day, uh, flipping through channels trying to find something to watch. And uh, this was on and I watched it and I loved it. I knew it as, I knew it as Rurouni Kenshin growing up, but um, I know that Samurai X is like the more like well-known name to go for it. So I usually just refer oh, to it as that is, Samurai X. I mm. Oh, this I, is the first time I'm, I'm in my experience. Like I've just I, I've seen people that refer things. to it as Samurai X more than Rurouni Kenshin, and specifically no, I, the I OVAs. They were two different things. That's why. Nah, it, it was all just a marketing oh. thing. Like uh, originally, this was made after the original Rurouni Kenshin series, and then uh, the Japanese company that had that had like the rights to it tried marketing it in America as Samurai X Trust and Betrayal instead of Rurouni Kenshin uh, which is I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know when it was on in Toonami so I can't really say uh, if that was a good or bad idea <laughs> should probably look that up but then after it didn't do good uh, I think ADV Films or something picked it up and they renamed it to Rurouni Kenshin Trust and Betrayal and it did better because mm-hmm. you know on Toonami Rurouni Kenshin was known as Rurouni Kenshin not Samurai yeah. X. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure that threw off a lot of people. Yeah. Like uh when I first saw Samurai X Trust and Betrayal, uh I didn't know it was a Baroni Kenshin thing. I just like, like I just caught it at four in the morning and uh <laughs> I was a you know, shit sniffing teenager and was looking for something to watch mm. and I was like, Man, this is a really cool samurai movie. Man, he got that scar. <laughs> Whoa, he has two scars. Is this is this Kenshin before Kenshin? Whoa, this is so fucking sick, bruh. Because, you know, that's how we talked when we were younger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I talk like that. But yeah. yeah, I didn't either, but, you know, sure. that is a way. Speaking of which, I'm going to be honest with you. I never watch Rurouni Kenshin. That's, um, like, I, I did watch this movie, but I never watched the, the series the actual growing show. up. Interesting. Yeah. I mean... I you knew about it, right? I recently yeah. rewatched some of Rurouni oh, Kenshin, okay. and like I, I liked it like uh, growing up and stuff, and I liked the story, and um, I still like some of it, but like a lot of the stuff of the show is like it didn't age too well for me, at least. I, I'm sure like a lot of people were like, you know, they still mm. like they're diehard fans for it, but it's just one of those shows for me. It's like 
going back year after years and stuff like that. It's like, oh man, this is a little you know, too happy go lucky. That yeah, like it, it's just very of its time of like like anime from then. Like they had all the like all the things that like, and uh, you just get tired of it. Like as you get older and stuff, it's kind of like yeah, I mean, it, it's like the whole thing with like how I don't really like watching anime that like mentions high school or anything. Like my eyes just like glaze over the moment they mention like high school anything. Yeah, I mean. I feel like it's the same. I I tried after watching the 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 OVA. I tried going back and watching like the first episode of Kenshin because I did watch it. Uh, then I looked it up, and I don't think it was on Toonami actually for that long. So you know, it kind of was the, hard to miss, or kind of wasn't um, was not hard to miss. The Toonami um <laughs> um anime that like or like when it aired on Toonami, um I believe it only got a few seasons in before it stopped. Like it didn't. They didn't actually like Finish air it. like all of the all of the anime, yeah. Yeah, it only got they up to two seasons, is what I saw. And uh, yeah, I believe it was two or three total. I believe I'm not. Don't quote me on that, but yeah, it was two or three that I, like actually got dubbed and everything. Crunchyroll has three, um, mm. but it says that um, I think that there are 94 episodes total, but I don't think that three seasons is enough no. for 94 episodes no, so no, no. so there you know isn't. there might be There's some stuff missing that like was different like um for one i don't think the anime got to the I, i'm trying to remember but i don't believe the anime got to the part to where kenshin's master returns the guy that's shown in the ova series that we saw i i remember seeing him I don't like but, I, it's I, I I it's been so long. I honestly do not entirely remember if he came back or not. But it could just be like conflating uh watching the movie before as, you know, yeah, me seeing him. So it And the thing is it's like the art style is like similar like from the movie to the anime, but uh the anime is definitely like uh much lower quality, but I mean that's just the name of the game for anime. It's like Yeah. You know. <laughs> and and I, I guess it's also well, I mean, like you said, the name of the game, and then also like a completely different art style. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a much more like uh, what you'd expect of like you know kawaii anime nineties kind of deal. Yeah, and then I just looked up uh, Roroni Kenshin, and uh, they at least have the subbed up to episode ninety four. No idea. Well, yeah, about for the sure. I, I'm I'm sure they have like the sub version. It's just I believe the dub. Uh, was um, stops like, earlier. Uh, yeah, and like the other thing was that it was uh, the Kenshin anime was dubbed by two different companies, I believe. I mm. want to say ADV and Sony. I don't entirely remember though. I know Sony was like for sure one of them. I because I know that yeah. it it was dubbed by ADV here in America, but there was another English dub, but it wasn't for like an American release. It was like for the parts of Asia that spoke English, like um mm. parts of Hong Kong or. Other places, yeah. I forget where. What was crazy though was I believe the one that wasn't ADV was, was the better. one that got it had better voice actors like Steve Blum as a uh, as like the main what? antagonist uh, in one of the seasons and stuff like that. Like he played um he played uh the bandage man. I can't remember his name right this moment, but uh yeah, like he Makoto um Shishui, I believe mm-hmm. is what his name, but like he played him like uh. That, that was the weirdest thing. I, I remember that because I really like that guy, but it's like, huh. it was so weird because, yeah, like, he, Steve Wynn played that, but I don't believe he was uh, the one that, like, aired on Toonami and everything, which was, like, so strange to me. Huh. 
I mean, because I remember looking it up like late, like years later, like looking up the fight that they had, and yeah. I was like, wait a minute, why the fuck is Steve Blum voicing this? <laughs> I feel like that'd be maybe better. I'm not sure. You know, I haven't I haven't given the anime like a good enough uh, like chance. One of these days, I'm gonna have to sit down and like watch it again and give it a fair shake. Yeah, I mean, like the main reason that I wanted to watch Kenshin was one. Uh, you didn't have internet, and I was like, oh, "We should probably watch something yeah. short while Mike didn't doesn't have internet." And uh, we're gonna record the gay skate boys later, or uh, as our <laughs> friends call them, just bros being bros skating. Yeah. Uh, mm. But I was listening to uh, what was I was listening to the Book of Five Rings at work, and I was like, "Man, I really like this uh, audio book. I should probably watch some more samurai anime." And uh, then I remembered, oh, yeah, we haven't done uh, Samurai X for the podcast yet, so we might as well do it. And here we are. And here we are. So, Juan. Yes. You never watched Rony Kenshin before. No. Did you know anything about it? Yeah. I knew about it. I knew that it existed. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if either, one, I just never piqued my interest, or two... It was at that age where I went to work. Uh-huh. So you were you were busy at the I, taco truck. Yeah, so I never got to watch it. Or it could be a combination where I was like, I I wasn't gonna be upset if I if you know I missed the episodes because you know, I I wasn't interested in it. Yeah. And Mark, you watched it on Toonami, I'm guessing. Yes. You were you were um, one of the cool I watched kids. it on TV. I, I assume it's Toonami if it didn't play anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I believe it was just Toonami. Yeah, I think it was just Toonami. Because uh, yeah, I, I have memories that I watched it during the day, but it must have just been at night. No, no, no. Like, Toonami used to air during the day. Like It yeah, used to be like a, it used yeah. to be an after-school thing for the longest time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah then that's exactly... But it, yeah. was, it probably was very censored, unless the anime mm-hmm. was... No, the like, anime was pretty soft show. compared I, to the OVA. I don't know movies. if you remember this, uh, this key uh, thing in the anime, but uh, Rurouni Kenshin or Kenshin Himura himself has the uh, a backward sword. So the part where the blade is mm-hmm. is flat, and the part where you know it's supposed to be flat is where the blade is. So there wasn't much blood to be, you know, had anyway. Like I remember, yeah. did he kill people? Uh, uh, I think they're the uh, spoilers. Maybe was like, I think there are like some yeah, people that he had like a- to. There was like the whole big thing with um with uh the main antagonist of um I believe it was season I want to say season two but uh the bandage and Shisui like he the, the oh, yeah. or Shishio like the whole thing was him having to you know come back out of retirement and you know go back on his word to not kill people in order to kill uh, this dude because he was you know evil as fuck mm-hmm. and uh. But you, so you watch Rurouni Kenshin, but you never heard of like the OVAs ever, right? Uh, no, I never watched. I don't think I ever watched them. Okay. The OVAs, but I did watch the show a lot. The main one. All right. So, what did you think of this? It, was this girl? Huh? Uh, wow, it was beautiful and uh, very brutal. <laughs> I was very surprised by like that. I don't. I haven't watched like stuff like that in a long time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I used to, you know, watch shit like that all the time, and then I was like, "What the holy sh-? I don't remember this anime being like this." But yeah, I it's remember just the OVA, I guess. Yeah, 
And I remember you asking me if it was a rom-com or not, and I was like, well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say it kind of. I mean, there was a lot of rom, well, not, not a lot of com. <laughs> not a lot of com. <laughs> a lot uh, of rom, not a lot of com. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if you substitute the, uh, the com with violence, you know, it's what you get. Excessive violence. Excessive. Was, was I, I, I feel like it was an appropriate amount of violence. It, it was. It was a good amount, but it was a surprising amount nonetheless. Like I, I like getting into it right off the bat. I was like, God damn! Like mm-hmm. he's, he's yeah. tearing through these people. Like literally yeah. cutting through them. Yeah. I mean, I love the extra they detail. Their that, heads off. <laughs> I love the extra detail that they did on one mm-hmm. cut where he had to use his other arm to finish cutting through the body. I felt like uh, oh, yeah. that was that was pretty brutal. Pretty pretty nice. And uh, I think that was probably like the thing that made me like super, um, like hooked on the. Well, when I watched it, it was like presented as a movie, so I always thought it was a movie until I found out it was four OVAs. But, yeah, a uh, series of four OVAs. Yeah, so I was like, I think that opening scene was probably the thing that got me hooked on the movie itself, and then I was like, well, let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Let's see where this anime thing goes. <laughs> uh, but what do you think of it, Juan? I, I don't know. Like, knew what Ronnie Kenshin kind of was, and then watching this, I was like, yeah, I understand it's a prequel, but the the timeline, I don't know. Like, the the timeline, like, messed me up. Yeah. Probably because I haven't watched Ronnie Kenshin. Yeah, like, huh. it does feel like it kind of, like, it doesn't entirely lean on it, but it does, like, kind of, like, because, like, some of the things are, like, setups, like, Oh, this guy's gonna be like somebody that he meets in the future, and like, oh, this oh, guy's yeah, gonna yeah. be an important person later, and stuff like well, that. So. Mike, the thing with that is, uh, these are all uh, a good amount of the things inside this uh, OVA, and also inside Baroni Kenshin itself, are all like based off of historical characters. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just some of them are fictional characters, like uh, the the guy that uh, like towards the very end of these of the movie OVA series. Um, there's a that taller guy that he like fights the the one that he swaps out with the shorter one. I don't know if you remember when when it, it's when he like stops the Shinsen Gumi and he's just like uh he like tells him to leave and then the shorter guy like charges him or whatever. His friend that replaces him ends up becoming his like rival and stuff like that. And I don't believe that guy actually existed. No, but also uh, that was like a few seconds at the end of the series that they well, just no, but i mean up. that guy did appear multiple times in the ova i'm just saying but yeah. like yeah like for sure there were several like historical figures that actually did in fact exist and stuff so yeah but um like i feel like this could just be a standalone thing itself and uh it having been connected to Roroni kenshin is just kind of like a uh you know a whatever it's just a prequel uh, it's legitimately, I think, like, um, I don't know, I, th- I think it's like three years or something like that after uh, Kenshin himself uh, decides to, s- like, stop killing that Rurouni t- Kenshin takes place. But I'm not sure, sure, like, the, like from, from the ending, like, how, how big of a time gap it is. But yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I don't know. But I feel like everything else just kind of... Uh, it's more of a like contained story that just happens to be based on Maroni Kenshin. Like you don't have to know anything about it to like get it, unless you're like, oh, that's why he said that he don't want to kill no more. Cause that girl, she said that he no be happy. 
Yeah. But another thing Juan that I wants to know why he's so powerful. Kenshin? How is he so powerful? Yeah. Uh, because he was training uh, ever since he was a little kid. Since he was mm-hmm. a little baby boy and he got saved from that up uh, the the sex trade thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, anime mark. Come on. It's also just kind of a prodigy, I guess, really. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I think you kind of have to be if you're training from like a young age and stuff. Yeah, like he definitely had something stacked in his favor, and then he did happen upon a guy that was happened to be teaching the most powerful like sword style in the country. Yeah, he was like, you know that guy Miyamoto Musashi. He ain't no shit. Let me show you the real way of samurai. I was really glad that it wasn't like that. It wouldn't have been like Musashi and stuff because it's <laughs> like it could have been so easy for Japan to be like, oh, Musashi taught him or something. And and what's funny oh. is they do mention Musashi like. In, in in different occasions in the OVA series, so yeah. Well, uh, the it, thing it's just uh, you know the thing about the generations is that Miyamoto Musashi was like two hundred years before this uh, would have even taken place. <clears throat> was it? Because I, yeah. I could have sworn he was still like I like I, I guess he would have been like older, but I thought he was no still he would have been, been long dead, long oh, long. I, 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 I'm not I'm not too versed in like the actual. Like yeah, historical yeah, it, like things. It, so I I don't know how long ago Musashi was alive. Like uh, they were both alive during the Edo period, but the Edo period spans for uh, I think two hundred years or something like that, or three hundred years. No, I forget okay. what. So so he was around during like the earlier period or part of the period then. Uh, it was whenever the Tokugawa shogunate took you know took over the After government they and took all that control, stuff. I guess. Yeah. And then this is like the tail end when yeah, oh, yeah I guess he would have. I that's, guess he would have been dead. Yeah, that's right before the Meiji period when the emperor comes back into into power and is the one that rules over Japan and all this other. I did a lot of reading. And that's <laughs> the only reason I know all this stuff because I was like, well, let me get my fucking, let me see exactly where this takes place. And yeah. Also, because like this, um, uh, I knew that this was like kind of... It, well, I don't know how historically accurate it is. I can only assume it's like um, whenever people take liberties with historical um, people in like American history and, you know, things like that. Like, you know, yeah. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Historically accurate, <laughs> obviously. I feel like that movie should have gotten a sequel. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I've heard good. Th- I heard good things about the book. I didn't it's actually. A, it's watch um. The movie. It's a fun movie. I I enjoyed it because I knew what I was getting into. It doesn't take I, itself I, seriously, I right? I, mean, I hope it not. doesn't take itself seriously. No, it doesn't. And like I think like the, like that's the issue with a lot of like people when they hear the movie because like you hear Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and you just roll your eyes and stuff. But it's like the movie isn't trying to. to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like the movie isn't trying to be anything that it isn't. Like the movie is well aware of what it is. Like. It knows that that is a shitty name, and it's gonna <laughs> give you it's gonna give you all the cheese that you can imagine. Like shit that goes is in the, the eye of the beholder, Mike. I think that <laughs> yeah. shit is gold. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the movie. Like it, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Like, I, I I liked it, and I I would have loved to have seen a sequel, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I wanted to look into the like who how act how historically. You know, I'm, like I said, I'm sure it takes liberties, but I wanted to see, like, uh, one, who the fuck is Kenshin based off of? Because, like, it, I'm sure it was, like, 
he could have like come up with it but also like everything else is historically accurate and then i was like well let me see and i found I, the guy i believe i mean is he based off of a specific person i thought it was just like that there was several hito kitties is what they were called um i mean hito kitty is like a word for an assassin uh, yeah yeah was, but like ones of his renown is what i'm saying like yeah. I, I thought there was like several that were like him around that time the bakumatsu era which is like the tail end of the edo period mm-hmm. uh there were four um like notable assassins and he's mm-hmm. supposedly based off of the one called uh kawakami gensai because uh only because his like the reason that he's well known is because um his uh, sword style is supposed to be like super fucking fast and he like one of the assassinations that he did uh the supposedly only confirmable assassination was of like the super famous guy i'm not gonna look for it because i don't remember his name but apparently <laughs> he was able to like s- like kill him and slash him 13 times before his um basically his bodyguards were able to even get to the to the guy's body to protect him so you know uh, apparently super fucking fast how much of that is uh exaggerated who knows but you know he uh, apparently he had a lightning strike and all this stuff and then like i wanted to know if like how much he was based off of him and it, it turns out not that much and uh you're right i'm pretty sure like there's some other uh traits he takes from the other four um hitokiri uh, or of the time but um, this is the one that he takes the most off of, supposedly. And it's men- it mentions uh, Rurouni Kenshin in, in the wiki page for this guy. So. Funny enough, for uh, looking up Kawakami Gensai really fast, like um, at least like in, in media, mm-hmm. um, a movie that I had watched uh, not too long ago, I'm not sure who watched it with me because I believe I drunkenly streamed it, um, uh, is actually based on Kawakami Gensai. Um, it was nice. sort of The Stranger. I don't know uh, if you guys watched it with me or not. I've heard of it. I had I, I didn't watch it with you. It, it was made by the or it was animated by the studio that did like Full Metal Alchemist and everything. So it has a the art style is very similar. Huh. Um, it was a good movie. Um, I believe they tried to defeat some Chinese Imperials because like there's like some uh there's like some Chinese uh like uh royal that like believes that he can uh get some like immortality pill if like they get enough blood of the innocent and stuff and it's this whole like thing i, I highly recommend it it's a it's a good movie um the cinematics are very great the story can has like some lulls and stuff like there's some very like slow pouring points in the movie and stuff but overall a very enjoyable movie and i guess if you want to see more of uh the guy that Ronnie kenshin is based off of then there's this guy yeah actually that makes a lot of sense because in the in the movie now that i remember uh the guy had red hair Uh but he would purposely like uh put stuff in his hair to like make it black so that he didn't stand out now Uh that i remember that i wonder if gensai had red hair i didn't actually look into any of that i just kind of like i don't know if it was true or not i it's just like in the movie uh gensai had red hair and he Mm. was hiding it and i believe in the movie um the reasoning was that like he had come from like uh somewhere in europe uh, i want to say ireland or something somehow he wound up there i don't know if it's like his parents got killed while they were in japan or something but he ended up there and yeah like he ended up just like adapting to japanese lifestyle and everything
And uh, as far as uh, Trust and Betrayal, did you guys watch it subbed or dubbed? Subbed. Juan, you watched it dubbed? Yeah, I watched it dubbed. Okay, because I wanted to watch it dubbed, uh, because that's how I originally watched it. And uh, when I started it out, I really liked um, that one guy's hair, uh, voice, the one that taught Kenshin how to, you know, sword fight and all that. Oh, uh, Seijiro? Yeah. But I didn't really like uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of the other parts of the of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, at the very beginning, there was a, the, like, the whole scene of when Kenshin and, like, the slave trade people were getting killed it was so edgy and like uh a lot of talking was going on and i was like oh, mm-hmm. i can't handle i can't handle understanding this i don't want to watch it so I, <laughs> so I switched it to japanese and there was no dialogue during the killing there was only like um when the three girls were trying to protect kenshin they were like live on for us uh there was no mention of my sister <laughs> And her getting oh, cut up. <laughs> yeah. And like oh, I, I felt like it had a oh, lot yeah. more of of an effect, like a nice effect. Just having that brutal killing happen in silence. Like they're just kinda it's just another day in the life for them. Much like this movie. A little day in the life. But uh how was the rest of the movie in in uh as a dub one? Um, the voices were wooden wooden actually very I, I, stunted yeah look in the beginning like you're saying it's it's very wooden like mm-hmm. the the voices were very like no emotions to it dang and at the beginning i thought it was because you know he's just a kid yeah because um, that that would make sense but i don't know it, it just never kind of, improves it never improves and then i think the very last episode it did kind of improve and then you got emotion <laughs> Yeah, it's either it, it improved or I was just not paying attention as much anymore because, <laughs> because of how, like, it was not emotion at all, like, the, the voicing. That sucks. Because oh. uh, when I watched it as a teenager, I specifically watched it dubbed, and that's uh, I thought that it was going to hold up like crazy because I was like, man, I remember <laughs> crying like a fucking baby. This was so fucking badass. And then... And it started off well with that one guy's voice. I remember as a kid watching Roni Kenshin thinking like the voices were great and stuff. But I think that's also (laughs) just like, I think that's also just, you know, well, I mean, not remembering things that great. And I think the dub voices are fine, Um, especially after I watched the Japanese voices. And I was like, well, this is almost exactly like the English. So (laughs) there's uh, not much (laughs) different. De gozaimasu, as Roni Kenshin says. He wasn't the only one that said that. There was other people that would say that. Like when when the Shinsengumi was uh, invading the um, the hotels and stuff like that. At one point, they like bust down the door, and the guy still says "de gozaimasu." And I was like, "Is this really the time to be polite? Like, <laughs> we're storming this building and killing everyone that gets in your way." <laughs> uh, I I also didn't remember Kenshin being so. I mean, I guess that's for another another uh, episode to talk about Rurouni Kenshin. But a lot of the uh, 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 that uh, that they had to do. I mean, he's didn't. always had a more effeminate voice to him. Like he's always just no, he, I, like in the yeah. I, I meant literally was, going. He was uh, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, in the in the 
in the episodes. Yeah. I didn't remember yeah, I remember that. that because of Frankie. <laughs> it, it's just, was it you, Michael, or was it Frankie? Like, we were we were going to watch... We, we we watched a few episodes, and, like, we kept going. And then the further we got into it, the more disinterested everybody got over time. <laughs> I think it was also just because, like, we just... Like, I'm sorry. I know it's blasphemous, but I fucking hate the opening. Like, I'm sorry. What do you I mean it's like blasphemous? The, the, opening. the opening sucks? <laughs> I don't like the opening. Because like so many people love it. Like our friend Brian, Brian loves the shit. I'm sure he loves it ironically. You can't love that. No, he he was actually offended that we were like that we were like shit. And I was like, I felt bad because I was like, I'm sorry. Eventually, like I moved it out of the rotation after like 10 episodes because it was just like, I don't know. We just weren't getting the vibe. And it's like the anime also has like a, uh, I mean, we can talk about it in detail when we eventually get to the main uh, to the actual anime or whatever but it's like the anime has a lot of pacing issues and like it has a very slow start and it's just it because it, it tries to like kind of like set things up and give you an idea of like how yeah. things are gonna go and stuff and it just it takes a bit too long and it's a little it's a little like it, it does not age well like it, it just doesn't it just doesn't age well this ova series however is the exact it, opposite where i thought this it is aged great, fucking like, amazingly yeah, like yeah. Th- this is great. It was beautiful to look at. The backgrounds were yeah, fucking amazing. Like, the yeah, like that, that was great. And I had kind of a hard time watching it, not because of the like anime itself, but because um, for some reason people just decided to start messaging me and calling me and asking me to do things the second that I started watching <laughs> it. And it, uh, I kind of just wish that I was able to sit down and like take it in and you know binge like not really binge through it but like watch it like i would anything else but they were like i kept having to pause it every every five minutes getting calls <laughs> from people being like hey can you bring me this can you bring me that hey what are you doing um if you don't mind what are you doing right now? can you go drop this off and uh, and there were like times where i'd take like 30 to 40 minutes in between like scenes and then i'd have to come back and be like all right time to sit down <laughs> and watch this show <laughs> and i was yeah. i was afraid that i wouldn't like that the that i wouldn't be impacted by like anything that happened until like the last episode like um uh the very last scene finally got to me when um i forgot her name um tomoe like got in the tomoe. way of of uh you know the guy actually killing kenshin and uh, I like I let spoilers. out a few tears and then yeah then this whole thing is about was, spoilers Mark for me it was like I was just so happy that he died because like I hate self righteous people <laughs> like that and like like I love how they perfectly framed it because it's like he's monologuing and Kenshin is like there barely conscious yeah. and the wind is actually louder than this man speaking and stuff because it's like. Kenshin's like I don't give a fuck and it's like yeah it's like why the fuck is this guy like monologuing to a half dead person like do you Just really think being like so spouting his his uh his faith onto him his beliefs yeah and and it's just like you were only stating this because he is in a half dead position you wouldn't be saying this shit otherwise it's just it's just so annoying and then like for him to finally be cut down was cathartic (laughs) i mean it's a shame tomoe went down with him but i was like oh thank god he's dead he's dead 
like he's just so self-righteous and it, i mean I, I understand that like that's the point of it like it's supposed to be that he represents like the you know the the, the powers that be at the time and stuff like the the, the, the shogunate and the shogunate and everything and yeah it's and like I they're, they're corrupt to the core i believe like i i didn't actually look any of this up but uh i believe that actually that the uh, Tokugawa shogunate actually had like some Christianic um, beliefs and all that and things like that. <clears throat> like I'll probably read through this real quick, but I think that was like kind of a a thing about that whole ruling and stuff. But yeah, I mean, wasn't wasn't the whole or wasn't there like whole like Christian prosecution things and things going on there because they were trying to like go like they had people going in they're trying to convert and stuff like that and it was like a failed conversion but i'm sure they kept some aspects of it in their you know culture yeah i think uh, i think so and there's a there's a whole section about the shogun and christianity and uh the tokugawa shogun at wiki page but i didn't like i i just decided not to read it because i was like well why do it's, i want it's, a lot, it's a lot to dive into like the edo period was some crazy shit going on it was yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. Shit was happening, and, a lot of shit. And you know, and there's animes of it. There's there a lot of animes of it. A lot of them are, a lot of them. I I wouldn't really trust them too well. I like Samurai Champloo where it talks about the Edo period because it's kind of like they just kind of like explain events that happen, and then like the crew is just kind of like they happen to be there, but they're not memorable enough in the historical events actually be like accredited to it they're just kind of like there as part of it and i like that i yeah. like that like framing that they had for that series that's like one of my favorite things about that did we ever watch samurai shampoo for the anime for we the most definitely, definitely did yes yeah i think that that was like no. the first episode no it was we... not the first episode no you're thinking uh, of Cowboy Bebop when we discussed it. No, I don't mm-hmm. think we actually like we watched it for sure. We watched it, but I don't think we actually we did an episode about it. it. I guess we didn't. Yeah, we we did stream it, I, or like I I streamed it over the course of like a year, and I remember we all watched it together and everything. Yeah, or not all of us, but yeah, like we we did watch it. And I'll I'll look it up right now, but I don't think we've actually <laughs> done an episode of Samurai Shampoo. About, I think so. I, I think like the big thing I did about like the the whole hubbub that I had about it was that it was supposed to be me and Mondo, maybe Juan, and like some other no. people were supposed to watch Samurai Shampoo and do the whole first episode about it. And then I went out of my way and watched it and like other people watched it too. And then uh, I was like, all right, who's ready to record? And like nothing ever came of it. And I was like, fine, fuck <laughs> you. I'm not going to fucking do the stupid fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I don't think I ever went back and like we talked about it. And I, I don't think. Yeah, I guess we haven't actually done an episode about it now that I think of it. But we did watch like you know a good amount of the episodes all together though, like via the yeah. stream and stuff. So. Yeah, for sure. We've done I'd be that. down to talk about it. Like I, I don't mind going back and watching it. Samurai Champloo is like one of my favorite series for multiple reasons. I wouldn't. Some probably different than others, but yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind uh, cutting down Mike's favorite uh, series. I mean, it's not really... St- I, I, I don't really, like... I, I don't go in there thinking it's, like, a masterpiece or anything. It's just I have a lot of things that I really like about the show, and it's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, going back to this thing. Uh, man, I don't know what's going on outside, but everyone's so fucking loud. They're, like, yelling and screaming <laughs> and clapping. Apparently, that's what it sounds like. 
I don't hear it. Yeah, I mean, I know it doesn't come in through the mic, but it's annoying as hell. But anyway, <laughs> I. Okay. Yes. I you, every time, every time I've ever gone to your that I know there's always been like something going on there. Okay, looking at your episodes, yeah, you you didn't do Samar Shampoo. Okay. Right, yeah, I guess we could talk about it sometime then. Yeah. I just got to rewatch an, it and everything. That'd be an easy peasy thing to talk about, especially. I'd also like us whole... to uh, rewatch um, an anime that I tried to get everyone to watch one time, but it didn't work out too well because we watched it all as a group, and it's not really a group anime. Oh, to are you going to talk about. Uh... Uh, what is it? Homicidal gen- genocidal genocidal organ. organ. Yes, <laughs> I want. I need. I need you to like actually sit down and like watch it like on your own. Because you, you don't. You I, don't want our uh, our one of our friends to start talking about oh the Japanese and their obsession with Freud and rah, 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 rah. the the twenty of our friends that were there and like yes. five of them that have like this like deep hatred of like any form of philosophy. Yes. That's, yes. Uh, that that yeah. I, I yes I, I do feel. Feel like that anime requires a, <laughs> a rewatch. <laughs> I love that movie. Okay, are, are, are like, you telling really me do. sweating your balls off in that room while while the AC wasn't working wasn't the appropriate I way to watch? I believe your brother was movie. also like drunk and angry for no reason yeah, at the same time. On the uh, on the outside uh, blasting music and whatnot. Yeah, when we were making the fajitas, I think it, it was a whole mess. Like that, are you that, tell, that, are that's you, what I really. Are you about to tell me that that was not the appropriate situation to be watching? <laughs> <laughs> to be watching a movie that's a bit philosophical. Yes, I, I do feel like that movie needs to be rewatched. Yes. Wait, yeah. which one? A genocidal organ. Didn't we watch it like twice? <laughs> uh, I have tried. I have tried. Uh, we wa- We watched it once on a stream, and there was only a few of us that watched it. I believe. And then I tried to get um, like most of our friends to watch it one day at Nooney's place, and yeah. um, we had that whole party thing, and it just went to shit, and nobody paid attention to it or anything, and and then like the whole thing happened with the with the drunk people and the music blasting, and I was just like, this is a failure. <laughs> I believe I actually left the room like halfway through, and then I just started drinking at the <laughs> he bar. Just started outside. crying. Yeah, I, I was like, there. Yeah, you yeah, were, you were there. Yeah, for the for, for that I, one, I you were remember, there for sure. Yeah, and I and I left out, and I went outside to just start drinking, and I remember started I just hanging got out plastered. with my brother. Yeah, to hang out with your brother, and we just got plastered, and we were talking about random shit because I was like, "Well, the movie's a, a flop. That's not happening." <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I mean, those are those are two things we can go back to later. Yeah, I'm down. And uh, as far as this anime goes, I was also kind of interested, like knowing. So was this written by like the actual guy that made Veroni Kenshin? Because it seems like a complete and total. You know, I didn't read the the manga or anything, but I wanted to know if this was actually made by. Uh, Nobuhiro Watsuki, uh, you know, I the CP know. guy. Yeah. But, uh, like, I I have no idea if it was. I, like, I re- I'd really like to know if this was in any part of the Kenshin uh, manga. I'm assuming it wasn't, and it was just, like, uh, his idea, or, like, he got credited for it, and it was written by somebody else who I looked up. I, yeah, I'm not entirely sure, actually. I didn't, I didn't look into that, actually. Yeah, because I loved the story that they told about how he got his scars. And oh yeah, that was that was great. It was it was very like you know at the very end when she when she cuts him the 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 the, the other the, like the extra slash and stuff to like overwrite the other one. I was like, oh, that's beautiful. And yeah. that scene where she saw her lover and 
he gave her the flower as a show of like you know like it's okay and i was like oh it's beautiful yeah and now he he lives his life having a scar made by a a husband to be and his fiance uh scarring his face yeah it was, it was a very beautiful thing and i was like oh you know it really sets up like you know like his journey of like redemption and stuff like that i was like oh, yeah it's, it's nice beautiful i like it it, it has good. it has like a really deep meaning that i didn't <laughs> that like you know it, when i first watched veronica kenshin i kind of made nothing of it i was just like oh it's just like a cool scar on his face you know probably got yeah it from and like they, they, they just they so beautifully portray like the like the origins of this and yeah, stuff the, the emotion attached to that scar and everything yeah and it's like it's great because it's like the anime or like the ova at least in my uh like from the way i saw it it's like they're not trying to like uh treat like the whole that she was like the husband's uh wife to be like as like a big plot twist or anything it's like everyone knows but tension basically it's like yeah. they make it fairly like obvious like throughout the movie and stuff and it's like only he is in the dark about this entire thing yeah and at, like during the during the first watch i was kind of confused because uh like i said i kept getting interrupted and everything and mm. i didn't know that she was actually writing her uh confession in the journal because at first uh like i was watching it and she was telling kenshin that she was about to be wed uh, once before but her husband got killed on the streets and uh, mm-hmm. then she you know she told him that she had to move and all this and all that but I, um, that's when like all the calls and stuff were going on and then I came back and uh, I was when she went and when she finally betrayed Kenshin hence trust and betrayal uh, she was I was surprised that Kenshin was like you're telling me that her fiance was the guy that I killed—that's who you're talking. Who, who she was talking about, uh, but yeah, then I had to like, he knew. yeah, like I had to go back and rewatch it because I was like, I knew, I know, I'm missing something. This, this isn't something. <laughs> like this, this like, can't where be where this, this stupid. <laughs> the, like, where this, did this come from? This is me. This is this isn't the anime. This is obviously me, and everybody that made me stop <laughs> watching halfway through shit. I mean, I can imagine like constantly like being interrupted does like get like. It does like you know make things like more like confusing and everything. It's just that's just how things go for everything. Like constantly being interrupted kind of like interrupts like the flow of things. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but well, so, this one, it's like you know. Yeah, like you don't you don't have to pay too much attention in this one, but still, there's like some new you know little things where where apparently uh, uh in yeah, my where it's like you gotta pay attention to some things like yeah. not everything but there are some things where you kind of got to be like yeah okay well, i get it yeah and in the beginning i thought it was uh especially um how do i put it like it it was pretty i liked the way that they explained how kenshin became an assassin where he was like a naive boy with these ideas of trying to change the world and you know not necessarily getting tricked into something but letting his uh, beliefs like uh as his teacher told him his pure like he's doing these foolish things because he's too pure to understand like how things are actually you know running yeah and that he's going to be used by man yeah by everyone else And, and it's like i mean he may have brought about like change and stuff like that but the only reason he was able to actually like actually like usher in a new era was after all of this growth it's like he had to like go through yeah, all to of this learn shit and, you know, yeah because it's to like grow. 
Yeah, like as he was at the beginning, he would have never managed to achieve this goal. He probably would have died fighting like a shit ton of guys in the street. Yeah, because I feel like, um, like that nuance of the the night the naivety of being young and dumb is something that probably I didn't understand when I was uh, younger. <laughs> that had a lot more impact on me now as a fucking old shit. Uh, than like the, the one thing that. Um, the the one thing that the uh, old man that he fought, uh, like the the leader of the Shinsengumi, like at the end, or one of the, actually no, he wasn't part of the Shinsengumi. He was just one of the shogunate. What is he like a representative of them or something? Uh, the guy at the, the, end? the yeah, one, I think so. The guy that was in the shack, yeah, like I think he yeah, was just a representative he, of the shogunate. I don't think yeah, he was I don't associated. Think he was a Shinsengumi. Yeah, I don't. He he wasn't part of the Shinsengumi, but either way, um, the the one takeaway that I that you do or that I did get from like the whole thing was when he tells Kenshin that like, well, now you understand like what it means to actually try to defend something, and it's like that was the one thing that like you know Kenshin could actually have taken from like his his fucking uh, his speech because it's like yeah. Kenshin didn't actually gain like it, before it was like he was killing he was for the killing. sake of killing, like he had kind yeah. of like lost his way, and like you know with this. It's like he had finally learned the weight of like actually protecting someone. Like mm-hmm. he had learned the lesson that his teacher was trying to teach him like a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, so that, that was yeah that was good. Yeah. This is very distracting. All the night, like I said, I know you can't hear, it, but it's very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking loud. <laughs> You're just throwing a big ass party. No, they're they're just watching TV in the living room. But uh, Uh you have to put up the volume super loud uh, because the speakers are busted and you can't hear anything if it's too short. But you know whatever. Oh god. So like, I needed to like after you know all these nuances that we talked about. I was like, okay, well, like I haven't read the Ken the. The Kenshin manga, but I've seen parts of the anime, and I had to like. That's why I went back to confirm. Like, all right, let's see how this uh, how this anime actually is. Let's see how the writing is and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, so this guy probably didn't write this movie. Uh, so who did? And that's when I looked up the guy that wrote the screenplay, which was uh, Masahisogo, and uh, a, like he did. The composition and script, like some episode scripts for uh, GTO Great Teacher Onizuka, <clears throat> and then like long ass fucking series like Bleach and Fairy Tale, which you know for those uh, some people like them, some people don't. I mean, he probably had something to do with like some of the fillers and stuff for for Bleach. And the thing with well, Bleach is like. Um, some of the filler for Bleach was actually pretty decent. Well, you see, he, did, he did seventy-eight episodes of script for Bleach, mm. and, and uh, he he was responsible for the composition of the series from episode one to two hundred and fourteen. Damn. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, how much? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where two hundred and fourteen went, but if they were in Waco Mundo, then that was pretty good because that whole arc was it was pretty pretty good, pretty great, yeah. very iconic. It's what people remember the most about Bleach the anime. They remember Waco Mundo. Yeah. And then I I went out of my way to like look for the director also because I was like, well, maybe this guy did something. Like maybe he's responsible. And then I started looking at some of the stuff that he did. And then he apparently is working on the current series uh, Spice 
uh, Spy Family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that I haven't seen the show myself, but I mean, I I hear nothing but good things about that series. It's adorable. Is I it? hear that, like especially the girl Anya. Like I see her like everywhere and stuff. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Also, her faces. Yeah, like she's got some great like reaction faces. Our, our friend Alan loves to post them, so I know about that. Yeah, he he worked on Spy Family. He worked on Gundam Unicorn, which I've heard nothing but good things about. I've heard good things of Gundam Unicorn as well. Yes. Uh, Hunter Hunter. Uh, which I mean, one? It's a classic. Uh, I don't know if it's like the older one or the well, newer one. Oh, the the nineties one or the the two thousand two thousand ten yeah, one. I, I think it's I think it's the older one actually, but the older one. Um, it was. It had some great moments, and then it had some pretty shitty ones. And then uh, like, that there were some arcs that were like beautifully animated in that back then. That's when I. That's when I saw that he worked on your favorite anime, Mark. He worked on Neo Yokio. Oh, uh, um, Jade, the Jaden Smith anime. He was a director <laughs> on it. The the we need to we need is. to revisit that sometime so we can we can discuss it. the we can we can discuss the post irony of the of the thing. <laughs> the actual, I yeah. feel like I fell into it the trap it. of not fully understanding the series, and now I want to watch it aware Again. of like of the actual intended like vision that he had for it so. uh, is this uh your idea of his intended vision or did you read something that told you what his intended vision was um it, it was actually an interview that he did along with um the guy that was helping him from yeah. um fuck what, vampire weekend who i happen to be a fan of i like their music so yeah mm-hmm. um and and then i was like oh okay i was like and then looking back on some of the beats to the show and stuff, I was like, oh, I think I'm retarded. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm retarded. And so I was like, I uh, I should probably watch this again sometime. <laughs> I think it was I think it was Juan that first gave me the inkling where I, he Juan was like, Michael, I think they're Juan was like, Michael, I, I think I think they're just fucking around. And I was like, no. And then and then like the more I looked into it, I was like, am I stupid? <laughs> and I was like, maybe I should rewatch this. <laughs> so Wait, I was nah, like, yeah, to, to I see should, if you I were stu- rewatch this. All right. Yeah. So that, that was that was my journey of discovery. Uh, so like, uh, I'm get I guess it was just a combination of like a lot of good people working on the actual going back to trust and betrayal. I think it was just a combination yeah. of like good people working on the show. <laughs> Because uh, it seems like um, you know the director has some good stuff and some bad stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. And and then like this series or this OVA series is like widely renowned as like the the like the 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 high the pinnacle of yeah. like anime OVAs basically. Yeah, I mean, and wow. yeah, it's pretty great. Like, like, like people, like it, it is a very strong opinion that like this is like you know like this is like the peak of like what an ova series is and stuff yeah i mean like a lot of the whenever you if you go to anime planet like the top scores are like 10 yeah it's just nothing but 10s and i mean you know (laughs) my anime list you can't really take all of their things with a with like you know absolution or whatever but i mean you know when you see enough people just putting tens like you have to recognize all right i I think this means something because like um yeah even not being able to pay as much attention as I'd like to, this still was, uh, it was still able to like pull me in when it needed to. And uh, yeah. that I, I can't imagine how much I'd like it more 
having <laughs> not been interrupted at all. Whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I did sit down and watch the whole thing. It was all in one yeah, sitting. Like there were just it, like hours in between sometimes. Yeah, like watching it all in one sitting, uninterrupted. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Like it's 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 a pretty nice. Experience. Yeah, maybe you know some kind of genocidal organ uh, type of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna, we're gonna rewatch that together again, and 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 then Nuni will be like, "Oh, that's what the movie is about." Well, I, yeah, I have no idea what it was about. I just know that there were assassins. <laughs> I don't think and, half of uh, our friends knew what the fuck it was about. Like, except for those who had watched it previously, like Juan. Yeah. Yeah. And uh like I I know that this anime is also renowned for its music and I like the music but uh I don't think there was anything that like stood out too much for No, me. like the music was nice, like it felt like very like fitting for like the settings and stuff like that. Yeah. But there was nothing that really grabbed me personally. Yeah. yeah. Like I could Not see soundtrack worthy. Yeah. yeah. I could see how you would be able to like associate uh, your feelings of watching this uh, this OVA series with the music, and you know that's probably like elevates it for a lot of people. But um, mm. I feel like the music itself wasn't that great. Yeah, like me personally, I'm not gonna be like looking up like one of the tracks like on YouTube or something and jamming out to it or whatever. Yeah, but the guy that did the music on this worked on a lot of a lot of fucking shit that we know and that we've seen. And, uh, like to the point where like I was looking it up and I was like, all right, I'm going to write down this one and this one. Oh, wait. Oh, I actually know this one. Oh, I actually know this one. Like, um, you know, C control the money of, uh, the money and solar possibility. Gurren Lagan. Oh, I uh, fucking love, uh, C. Katana like Gattari. Guilty pleasure for me. Noragami. Noragami Agarato. <laughs> I do Noragami. love Noragami. Uh, fucking did the music on Shin Kamen Rider. Uh, mm. Did now and then here and there. Did like well, a bunch of shit. Like uh, I started writing down stuff and I was like, this is way too much. I'm not going to talk about Akamega Kill when there's all these other things that I could, you know, talk about. Wait, so uh, he, he he's doing the music for Shin Kamen Rider? Like the, the old series, Shin, or like the new up and coming movie? The live action movie. <laughs> from uh, the, 2023 yeah yeah oh shit that's nice yeah i'm looking forward to that movie i hear oh. i sh- i hear uh the ultraman movie did pretty great so yeah i need to watch that when i can yeah and uh i feel like i've lost my way you see i have this mickey's uh that i've been mm. drinking on the side i've been pouring I mean, I've it been, in the cup i've been drinking rum i don't know if you can tell but um yeah so nah. it's fine but yeah, um, <clears throat> one. Yeah. Having seen this movie as, well, one, I, you should watch this movie. Subbed. So I, yeah. I well, well, here's the thing. I was watching maybe the first five minutes of it subbed. Yeah. But I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I'm three D modeling here. Yeah, I, I'm I busy. I'm doing <laughs> yeah, shit. I was trying to multitask. Yeah, so I, I had to put in dub. Yeah, because like that, I feel like that's kind of the beauty of uh, having dubs available, and you know, not speaking the language is that you're able to do do what you do normally with like like whenever you watch a show on Netflix or something, you're not really like you're a lot of the time you are giving it your full attention, but you can't like um, look. You have the ability to look away and like look at a text or look at a screen, but still follow along because you know what's going on, as opposed to. 
a subbed anime where you look away, you miss something uh, vital, maybe sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> Which uh is good now, I guess, because um like there's another question that I wanted to ask um like whenever I have those interviews with voice actors and stuff. Uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask them was like um what their feeling was being like the actual voice of the character because of how like simul dubbing and all that stuff works and like people uh don't see one before the other so they're they they get to choose and have that option whereas like here i was like yeah this is fucking trash i'm not i'm not gonna listen to this stilted wooden shit and uh i i i switched to the the sub and uh, even though I knew I was going to, you know, I was getting super interrupted. I was like, I'm not, I want to give this the proper respect. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of bad. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Uh, for sure, yeah. Like, I, I tried the dub for a little bit and then I switched off after a couple of minutes because I didn't really like uh, Kenshin's, like, uh, kid voice and stuff. And I was like, eh, let yeah. me change it out and see how this goes. Yeah, that's another thing that I liked about the the series itself was uh, Kenshin's voice. They just they made him sound like a teenager in, on the Japanese, you know, yeah. voice. Uh, whereas, like they didn't they didn't like give him any like quirk or anything. They just played it straight. It was just Kenshin. He's an assassin. He's for real. He's this is this is not anime time. This is not anime town. It's uh yeah. It's like Kenshin just happens to be a teenager. Shit's still going down. Yeah, shit's still going down. <laughs> this is a slice of life, but it's a slice of life in an in an assassin's life. Yeah, that's not pretty. No, it's not pretty. It's <laughs> and beautiful. I, I love the I love the ending, and it's like for those of you that haven't seen the show, it's like I know uh, it, it didn't make like it's not too big of a deal, but um at the end when um when the guy tells him like oh don't worry like we're gonna we still need you as like our frontline guy but we have like an ass- another assassin to do the dirty work for you and then that guy kills the fucking traitor mm-hmm. the guy that kills him is um is uh let me let me make sure i got the right fucking name mm-hmm. okay it's shisho um the guy that kills him is shisho and like that's the whole like that's the whole thing about uh this villain and stuff just like as a quick summary it's like Shishio took over the assassinations and stuff like that in place of Kenshin, so he became like the demon and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, that like people started associating, and so like he overtook like or like he ended up like inheriting like um all of like Kenshin's like uh fucking infamy and stuff like that, like in place yeah. of him. In place and of so, the, yeah, in place of Kenshin, so that Kenshin could live a peaceful life. Shishio, uh, you know, burdened like you know doing all this shit and like in doing so he ended up developing a very nihilistic outlook on life and so like i love him as a villain because he provides like the perfect fold for kenshin because it's like the cost of kenshin living a peaceful life was this man descending into madness basically Mm -hmm. covering us covering himself in bandages for uh, I'm sure he has a good reason. Isn't he like covered in scars or something? He's a burn victim. Ah, he's a burn victim. He's it's a- it's it's also it's also why he uh em, uh what's the word? He employs um a lot of like fire in a lot of his moves and tactics. I see. Because he's like obsessed with fire after being fucking nearly killed by fire. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen so this bandage, man. Yeah. Like I've seen him uh, only because it 
he's popped up on YouTube videos. I don't think I ever saw him on Toonami itself. Yeah, he's a uh, he's like I feel like the series kind of like uh like dropped in quality after like he's defeated and stuff. Cuz like he was just such a strong wow. character. I mean, you know, it just happens. It's like the whole <laughs> thing was happens. that he, people die. No, no, no. It's because like the whole thing of his character was that he was a thing of the past. Like he represents the past in every aspect: Kenshin's past, Japan's past, and everything. Like he's all of the bad shit that they tried to bury from back then, basically. Yeah. And so, like Kenshin's over here trying to live his like normal life and shit, and you know, like as fate would have it, like he comes back, and it's like it's there as a reminder that like. You can't just like fucking bury everything and run away and think it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so like it was great because it's like you know the past come back to haunt you. And he's a, he's a very memorable villain. Like um, for anybody that like is on the fence about watching Rurouni Kenshin because of like the kind of like the slow start or like you've tried to watch and you didn't really like it and stuff like that, I highly suggest at least powering through it to like get through the end of his arc because it's like when it finally like gets to the time to where uh like he starts like you know taking the reins and becoming the main antagonist it's fucking great like um he is hands down one of my top favorite anime villains of all time like i i really like the guy i really love what he did like narratively and i love what he represents fine michael watch it jesus fuck (laughs) (laughs) oh and i forgot the the other reason why i actually wanted to watch uh samurai x was because I was in San Antonio with uh, Juan and Mondo. And we went to... I mean, I know a lot of people don't like doing this. I even told Juan and Mondo, Hey, I know you're probably going to be fucking bored as hell and just standing around. But you asked me what I wanted to do and this is what I want to do. I want to go to a DVD store and find fucking anime DVDs. uh, Like maybe some obscure stuff. Maybe some things that I actually want to see. Oh, I I like doing that, And uh, I actually was able to find uh, Samurai X Reflection, which happens oh. to be uh, the OV, another OVA series that they made after Rurouni Kenshin. But this is this takes place after the Rurouni Kenshin series. Whoa. And I didn't know that until I put it in, and I was like, well, I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know what happens. But, uh... Maybe I'll watch it. I'm not sure. I, I wanted to try and put in like the special. I wanted to listen to it for the like the extras and these other things, but uh, I feel like that'd probably give way too many spoilers about the actual series itself. Even though, you you know, there's an there's an OVA that comes after the show itself. You could kind of assume what happens, I guess. But yeah, Mark. Your closing thoughts. I definitely recommend watching this show. It's got some uh, some blood and some violence. Put the kids to bed. Put the kids to bed. <laughs> and uh, as far as romance, it, it was pretty good. Pretty good romantic. Uh, I'm kind of kind of upset they didn't do more than they could have. But you know, what did you want out of it, Mark? Well, I mean, like he wanted, he wanted full sex. Like he wanted the whole thing. Happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would have that. That's like the dream for me, also. Hand holding, no hand holding. Please, he wanted them to go to the hand holding level. Actually, they had like an intimate moment. You know, yeah, they had. They did, but that was yeah, they had. An I mean, they have an intimate moment when she reveals that, like, you know, she had lost her husband yeah. and stuff, and. I think that's like yeah. when Kenshin finally started, like slowly started realizing what had happened. And you're like, whoa. 
<clears throat> but he yeah, didn't like you... fully understand like you know that he was the cause of it yeah and mm-hmm. uh the the idea of you know the the thin the thin line between love and you know hatred for somebody you know yeah. that that entire idea that the guy that Mike hates uh, was talking about I was like yeah you know humans are very uh complex yet very simple you know I like no, I like this like, idea there was some truth to it and stuff but it's just like when it came time to like him actually speaking to Kenshin and stuff it was just very like um it was just very pompous but like again it's like i understand that narratively that's what they were doing it's like he's yeah. just he represents the shinsengumi and the shogunate like the people in power it's like they're very like they are completely out of touch with with like everybody else like they believe that you know they're in control and that they have to impose their will on everybody large and in charge but, but there is a bit of humanity to them in which they were like you know we are fighting a war in order to you know end the wars forever and stuff mm-hmm. it's a very complex situation yeah, yeah. cool show though yeah, yeah cool show. Sure. i enjoyed it what yeah uh watch what having watched the dub uh <laughs> what's your closing thing to say um if you like Veronica kenshin Don't i guess you would like show. it if you like i guess in japanese history or that era i guess you can watch it yeah Um, if you just like fighting i I guess you can watch that too you know what what do you think there you go but what do you think give give me your give me your honest take knowing how you you like japanese people (laughs) if you Um, like japanese people (laughs) (laughs) um to be honest, because I never watched Ronin Kenshin, I I don't understand the the background of it. Even though this was a prequel, so it just should have been like a yeah, yeah. an intro. Uh, it it just wasn't for me. Like it it was good, but it didn't really captivate me. There are too many women in the show. Is what you're telling me? <laughs> Whatever, that's <laughs> what's the name. Oh, uh, yeah. I wonder. I I kind. I'm kind of glad I didn't keep watching it dub, but you know, I guess I'll never know because I'm not going to go back. Mike, anything left to say? Mike. Perfect. His Perfect. Says He's it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel the like show speaks for itself. Yeah, I feel like I've been looking for people to talk to talk about this show with for years and years to the point where I forgot about it until it, you know, it came up again. Um, cause it was, it's one of those shows that, uh, like I said, it, Im- it, it impacted me as a teenager and I thought it was amazing, but, uh, mm-hmm. I'd never found anybody oh, yeah. to talk about it with. So I just kinda, you know, get to talk about it now and it's good. It's the first episode yeah, back. So it's it's kind of nostalgic, even though I've never seen this specific thing. Yeah. You know, but, just remind me about Veronica. <laughs> Yeah, it reminded me. I mean, it was also just seeing like it was nice seeing like all the old like animation like little little things yeah. that they do the quirks and the style and everything. I was yeah. like, oh, it's very very nineties. Yeah. Oh, look, they they can't draw so close together. So now that um that detail of the hair just looks like a blob. How how nineties? <laughs> <laughs> they 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 don't have the advantages of computer graphics to differentiate between those parts of the line art. How yeah, it's like it's all hand animated. It's, yeah. it's very nice looking. 
yeah it, it, it is really nice looking oh yeah like like i said like i i cannot praise those backgrounds enough they're beautiful yeah like mm -hmm. the, all the settings and everything they look so nice and hopefully the, like the blood like super red the, against, like, yeah oh like, yeah like like, like like it's not cartoony it's it's all very blades really and like the blood like it's like a very like vibrant blood because it's like it, it contrasts so much with like everything else like and like i'm sure that's like you know on purpose too because it's yeah. like you know it's so like you know because it's like you know this blood is so different yeah so was, like, it, it just it just it, it adds like a level of like visceralness to it it, it was great yeah and i'm sure mm -hmm. you could like break down this ova series and there are a lot of things that you could get into as far as like the the symbolism and you know like specifically the the crane going out of that uh flying out of that water and like a bunch of other stuff that are like fairly obvious things that we're not going to get into here but that's not what you come here for which i should probably start saying at the beginning of the podcast mm, too yeah. late. but it's too late now now you know now you've gone too far <laughs> And knowing is half the battle. Yeah, knowing is half the battle. And you lost it. You fucking stupid. You lost the war. Yeah. <laughs> but there's the first episode back. Hopefully we'll keep it going. Next one will be uh Skate the Infinity. We'll see when we do that. Gotta talk to Juan about it. I know Mike mm. is uh good for when we have to do it or when I kinda wanna do it, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But we're 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 back. We have we have returned. We have returned, and uh, we'll see you guys when we see you. Say bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Yo, bye. We did it. Our first episode back. We did it. That I didn't know Time lapse life flows with friends and love Rustling on trampolines Mischief consists of fuzzy channels Dirty tapes, stolen packs of Yu-Gi-Oh Walk to grandma's after school and put on Yu Yu Hakusho Years and shows will come and go as we live and though We experience some things young and should never know Our spirits grew strength and the mental decline Welcome in the courage that the fallen left behind Take the car for late night, dollar Mickey D's Listening to New Japan anime OPs Walk the town house to house with my USB Grabbing subs and Naruto over DVDs Buffer in my dial up for half the day Girl and lug on freezing up about half the way Messenger and manga keeping me up all night Gansanero dojinshi my routine delight Natsukashi wakakoro wakara nakata